Hello, Les Raymond here with the Mindful Movement. Whether you are about to enjoy one of Sarah's beautiful meditations or dive into a podcast interview, I would like to remind our community that the best way to support the Mindful Movement is to support the companies that make this happen. Sarah and I are very picky about the companies we choose to work with, and we are grateful to have the relationships we have and to share them with our listeners. You can learn more about our affiliates through our website by clicking on the Favorites tab. We are excited to have recently added Sunlighten as an affiliate. They make state-of-the-art infrared saunas, and their founder, Connie, came on for a recent interview if you would like to listen. Our Sunlighten sauna has been a family favorite for over a decade. Some of our most popular affiliates are the grounding mats from Ultimate Longevity, which we sleep on every night, and the Apollo Neuro, which Sarah is now wearing daily to help manage stress. When you support these brands, you in turn are supporting the mindful movement and helping Sarah and I continue to devote our time to this passion. Whether you check out these companies or not, I just want to say thanks again and reiterate how grateful Sarah and I both are for all of the support over the years. I hope you enjoy the episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, listeners. I'm Les Raymond, bringing you the first episode of the Mindful Movement Podcast. And I'm Sarah Raymond. We are grateful that you have decided to join us and take a listen. Thanks so much. For those of you who don't know us, we've been married 13 years, and we've worked together for eight years. We have two wonderful kids. Our daughter, Molly, is 12, and our son, Cosmo, is 10. We also have three four-legged kids, two dogs and one cat. We live in Maryland where we own a gym that Les runs and a Pilates and yoga studio that I run with my mom. We've both been in the movement field for many years now and we love learning from experts in the industry. Then we go back to our clients applying what we've learned to help our clients improve the quality of their lives. In our quest to learn more, we realized that there was really a need for connecting with mentors in our field. Those experts who have a ton of experience that want to share their knowledge and help develop the next generation in this industry. That being said, our mission at The Mindful Movement is to facilitate an environment to empower growth amongst a community of like-minded individuals who strive to live mindfully in all aspects of their lives. Because we are so passionate about learning and helping others, we are committed to bringing you, our listeners, weekly interviews with leaders in the movement industry, as well as experts who can provide value and actionable advice for you and your business. Together, we strive to serve those who serve others. And with the movement towards mindfulness, we can impact more lives for the better. So that's just a little bit about our vision at the Mindful Movement. We really feel that a person's experience can shape them and lead them to discover their passion and their true potential. And we're no different. And our passions have fueled the vision for this podcast and the development of the Mindful Movement community. So Les, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, where you are now, and how Mindful Movement has impacted your life? Thanks, Sarah. Uh, Well, I'm, I'm the gym owner now, and I'm a movement coach. So I help uh, train individuals looking to improve their quality of life, 
I also work with some other trainers in our facility and help the general programming of the of for all the clients that um, come into the gym. I wasn't always health-minded though. I used to be quite unhealthy. I never really paid much attention to nutrition or exercise. And then one day I was signed up involuntarily uh, against my will uh, for a local 5K run. I think it was you that signed me up, if I recall. I, I am guilty as charged. And I took it as a hint. I think I deep down I really know I needed it. So I went out there and gave it a try. And uh, I struggled a little bit at first. I remember the first time I went out running, I made it about a half mile, and I thought I was going to die. But uh, the race was on the calendar, so I just kept practicing. Every couple days went out there, and a few months later, I ran the race. And I noticed a lot of good things happen along the way. And um, my body composition changed. I started to pay attention a little bit to what I ate. And I made so much progress, I didn't want to lose progress. So I kept signing up for races so that I always had something on the calendar. And I, I did running races about every month. I got into triathlons. I did a lot of triathlons over about six or seven years. And along the way, I lost 70 pounds. Um, felt much better. Unfortunately, I got injured along the way during my training a lot. So I, I learned how to go out there and exercise, but not necessarily... Um, the best way. So then I started seeking out different mentors and uh, different experts in the exercise community to find if there was a better way to, to improve on myself and grow. I wound up getting hooked up in the kettlebell world with the RKC organization and then the, the SFG organization. And that taught me a little bit of mindset and how it applied to strength training. And I never really... Um, knew anything about strength training and the science behind it. I knew exercises. I was a certified personal trainer, so I'd gone through the book and seen all the videos and uh, knew how to move weights through space, but I didn't really know a lot about the details. And that really uh, shifted everything for me. And I turned a corner when I started um, really applying those, those skills to my practice. And then I was still getting hurt, though. And I wanted to learn more, and I was lucky enough to hook up with someone by the name of Joe Sanzalone, who runs a studio, uh, Optimum Performance Training Institute in Columbia, Maryland, which he's probably, uh, actually, if you stay tuned, he will be on our podcast soon, and a uh, great speaker, so I definitely recommend tune in when you hear him, and there's a lot to learn from him. And he really opened my eyes to how mindfulness applies to way more than just what you're doing within an exercise. I mean, really establishing the mindset of while you walk in the door to the gym and while you, while you eat what you eat and why you recover the way you do and really applying mindfulness to everything that relates to physical well-being. And that has really changed things for me. I was really getting in my own way for a while Going in and at it and just working hard and being willing to work hard, but not really making the progress I want because I didn't really have the mindset to grow in a really positive way. And now I feel that there's a sense of certainty. There's this underlying knowledge that when I approach something, whether it's an exercise, whether it's a meal, whether it's preparing for sleep, there's a certain intention behind it. I know that I'm doing this activity or getting these nutrients or getting this recovery because I, I demanded of myself to move 
towards a higher version of myself to be the best I could be and then in turn be better for all those loved ones in my life so I could be a better husband to you a better father to my kids a better friend to my friends and ultimately make the world a better place and that's really changed everything for me and I am grateful for all the mentors that I've hooked up with all along the way and I wonder how many mentors are out there and how can we kind of cross-connect all the other people like us and all the other instructors with all these other instructors throughout the world and say, how can we learn together? How can we help each other grow? And that's what the mindful movement is about. And we're really excited to bring it, bring it to you. Sarah, do you want to tell a little bit about your story? Sure. Well, um, I think my journey uh, in the wellness world started a lot earlier than yours did. Uh, for me, movement was always a part of my life. Uh, there were a ton of kids around the same age as me in my neighborhood growing up. We would ride bikes, we would roller skate, uh, we would play in each other's garages when it was raining outside. We played on the playground, we organized kickball and basketball games, and we just spent a ton of time outside just running around. Uh, I also played some organized sports. I did swim team and soccer, and then in high school and college, I played volleyball as well. Looking back on the athletics of my childhood, I really enjoyed the movement component and the time I was being coached much more than the competition aspect of my experience. I've really never been a competitive person. Don't get me wrong, I wanted to win, but that's not why I did it or what I really loved about the sport. I loved being part of the team and the friendships I developed, the opportunities to move and develop and grow not only physically, but as a person. I remember exploring how just by moving my body in certain ways, I was able to change the way a stretch felt or how I could simply be more consistent with my abdominal work at practice and then my back wouldn't hurt anymore. Now, I didn't know anything about exercise science or anatomy at the time. I was just interested in exploring how the human body could be improved or changed. In high school, while I was playing volleyball competitively, I had one coach in particular who really had an impact on me. She introduced me to mindset as a strategy to be a better athlete. I didn't know it at the time, but this was really my introduction to the benefits of mindfulness and mindful movement. I find, found myself looking for books about mindset. I was journaling about how the way I thought had helped or hurt my performance on the court and being very curious about the idea. In hindsight, this really was a pivotal time for me. At the time, my mom was a really big part of this experience for me, uh, playing volleyball. She drove me to countless practices, probably three or four times a week. She took me all over the country for tournaments. She got me personal training to help me as well. She started exercising around the same time as well and discovered that Pilates for her was a form of movement that allowed her to move pain-free. She had severe osteoarthritis and ultimately led to her two hip replacements a number of years later. So at the time, she took me to my first Pilates class. I think I was probably around 16 or so. We had tried some yoga classes together, which we really both enjoyed. And then she continued practicing Pilates and yoga when I went off to college. And I would just tag along with her when I was home for breaks. Fast forward a few years, my mom decided after being in the international finance world for close to 30 years that she wanted to open a Pilates studio. 
there was really no place around us at the time that had the Pilates equipment, and the mat classes just weren't offered a whole lot. I had graduated from college, I got married, and I had my first child by then, and my mom needed more instructors at the studio, so she convinced me to take my first Pilates teacher training. And that stepped me in the direction that would lead me to where I am today. After my daughter was born, I decided not to go back to work, which at the time was teaching kindergarten. And I really missed that feeling of helping kids grow and learn. So my step into the world of teaching Pilates gave me the opportunity to use two of my passions, teaching and movement. And I quickly realized that I wanted to learn much more. I took many more trainings and tried to learn from a lot of different people and different sources, but I was lacking the guidance of a mentor, and I didn't really have a community of peers to support me. I went through almost three full comprehensive Pilates program programs. I completed my 200-hour yoga training, I trained on the Coraline, and I also completed two bar trainings. Eventually, I trained with Nora St. John at Balanced Body and completed their master instructor program for Pilates and for Coraline. I've also completed the mentor program with Chantel Lopez, the founder of Skillful Teaching, who we're hoping to have on the show uh, in the coming episodes. Um, But I do think that my 12-year journey of learning and development as an instructor is likely very similar to a lot of other instructors out there. The desire for a mentor as well as a community of peers who aren't out to compete with you, but rather support you and lift you up. This is why I created the mentor program at CoreWorks and ultimately what led me to the vision for the Mindful Movement podcast. I'd really love to see a community of like-minded individuals pull together and learn from one another, support each other, and grow together. So together we can positively impact more lives. So enough about us. I'd love to let you in on our vision and what value we have in store for you. As this is our first episode, it's an introduction to us and the show. It's following a little different format than our future episodes will follow. Every Wednesday, an interview podcast will be published. In the interview shows, we'll be talking to the leaders in the industry, Pilates master instructors, experienced yoga teachers, strength coaches that take a mindful approach to what they do, and even some meditation and other mindful movement teachers. These leaders have so much knowledge to share, their aha moments, their mistakes, uh, and those things that they are most grateful for. We will also have some experts that are not in the movement industry, but in a mindful profession and have value to offer. Send us a message and let us know what you would love to ask these experts and what experts you would like to hear from at themindfulmovement.com. Also, on Monday, it's time for meditations. We'll offer guided meditations that will be published on YouTube as well as on the podcast. So you can either download and listen at your convenience or you can listen on YouTube. The meditations will vary in length as well as topic, but will range from about 10 minutes to 40 minutes. And the interviews will be between 45 minutes to one hour. We want to give you what you want, on-demand content to learn and grow. So be sure to let us know what you want to hear on the Mindful Movement podcast next. I think that's all for now. Thank you for listening to our first episode. We are so grateful and have nothing but love for you all. If you like what you have heard and think you know someone else who can get value from our show, please share it out to your network. Please rate and subscribe to our show and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and tell us how mindful movement has impacted your life. 
We love to hear listener stories. We hope you will grow with us.